Before we get into today's podcast, I would first like to acknowledge the Bidjigal and Gadigal people, the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast was recorded today, and pay my respects to their elders past and present. I extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening to this podcast. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Warning. Says, who does he think he is? I have some dirt. Well, you confirm or deny. Maybe you should refresh Warning. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, let, let's focus. From reality TV to real life, it's all just so dramatic with Megan Pacetto. What up, Drama Salami Army? Welcome to this impromptu bonus episode. I'm just coming on here quickly outside of our regular programming to give you a quick update on the Danny Erskine saga, the saga that has gripped the nation over the past 24 hours or so. So I've got a breaking news update for you guys today. And yes, the devil works hard, but I work harder. So I've managed to get in touch with Danny herself and she's provided a statement to So Dramatic, which I'm going to share in this episode. Now, I do have some more updates on the story as well, which I am working on at the moment. Thank you so much to everyone who has gotten in touch and shared whatever morsel of information you have, which is helping me piece all of the pieces of this bizarre puzzle together. It is truly the wildest story I have ever come across. Now, please keep sending in your intel. You can remain completely anonymous and it really is helping us get to the bottom of exactly what the fuck is going on. So I will have that out soon, but it just requires a little bit of time and work and it is my birthday today and I'm going for a cute lunch so it's gonna have to wait but I did just want to give you guys this update from Danny as soon as possible before I head off for a spicy mug and some carbs to be honest I actually wish it wasn't my birthday today because I am so invested in this story I literally don't want to leave my desk I'm literally on the edge of my seat just reading through all of the tip-offs and I am intrigued to say the least. All of the tip-offs I've been receiving are just absolutely wild. The plot is well and truly thickening even more than I thought was possible. But I made this reservation at Toddy's months ago and any basic eastern suburbs bitches out there knows how hard a reservation at Toddy's is to come by so it's not something I'm gonna let go. So stay tuned there is more twists and turns coming your way but until then I think everyone is dying to hear from Danny herself so let's get straight into that now. So much drama, so little time. Time. Let's get into the show. This is bad behavior. Everybody calm down. It's a case for the FBI. So scandalous. Detective Megapus back on the case again this week for the second time. Here with a statement from Danny Erskine herself. So yesterday, as I said before, my phone did not stop ringing. I literally had every single media outlet in the country calling me. I had tip-offs coming in left, right and centre. I honestly need an assistant just to keep up with all of the inquiries here at the moment. I feel like I'm running my own Crime Stoppers investigation. Anyway, one call I received yesterday was from a friend of Danny's who had been in contact with her and had been to see her in hospital. Now, she said that Danny was in hospital last week. That was legit. She was having reconstructive surgery on her ankle, which is from an injury she sustained during the car accident she had last year. 
So last year's car accident did happen, according to Danny, and her friends have backed this up. I had a number of people also email in saying, yes, she did have an accident last year. That is real. She was in hospital last week. So she came home from hospital on Friday. However, yesterday she went back into hospital as she had a post-op infection on her foot, which is what she's told her friends. Now, Danny has also said that she's currently in hospital, but has asked her friend to pass on this statement to me. Now, before anyone says, how do we know it's from Danny? Well, she sent screenshots of the messages which came from Danny's number. So I could see it. And the writing in the messages and the tone, the spelling, the grammar, all of that was very much Danny's. Now, I did speak to this friend at length as well about a number of other things, which all check out. She was super nice, super level-headed. She was just concerned about Danny and agreed to help her out with all of this. So let me read out the statement from Danny now. So Danny, in psych, because of all this shit and my foot got infected, tell her to shut her fucking mouth. I was going to contact her, but I have been unwell all week. Tell her if she doesn't pull that down, I will absolutely sue her. She should have had a confirmed source, not confirmed it via email. Please tell her from me, she has been messaging me. That's my car accident. Tell her I am back in hospital and have been here for two days after being discharged. Also, please tell her my sister had nothing to do with it. My account was hacked and my family would never confirm to the media or post on my Instagram. Also, tell her you were sitting in the hospital with me the other day. She has my number. I'm not in the mood, but I will message her. Send her that statement. She then sent a screenshot of an email that she got from Instagram, which says, we've noticed a new login at shing underscore star underscore book of a black shadow. We've noticed a login from a device that you usually don't use. Apple iPhone Geelong Victoria on the 28th of April at 10, 11 a.m. And then it's got the generic, if this was you, you won't be able to access, blah, blah, blah. It's just what you get, I think, when someone logs in from a new device. She continued, can't be in Rosebud and Geelong at the same time. If she asks why so long, tell her because we were trying to figure it out and it was a huge embarrassment, fucking bitch. Tell her to shut her mouth. I'm in Frankston Hospital with a serious infection. No, my sister did nothing. And you can screenshot this to her. I've been on a hospital bed all week. I was told to focus on getting my foot better. That's just another lie from her end. Tell her to get her fucking facts straight. And then she sent another message which said, Statement. Dear media and others this may concern. On the 29th of April 2023, my Instagram account was hacked. I received notifications to my Gmail, which I have attached, that it was coming from Geelong region. I live on the peninsula. I spoke to the police over the phone and they going to look into it. Advised, I had to contact the cyber team and also reported it to Google. I started to receive phone calls from a private number stating they were from the Geelong Division Police Unit and there was someone that were pinpointing locations. I spoke to my family who now has completely disowned me. They advised to try focus on my upcoming surgery for Monday. I was in a car accident, but it was not on the 29th of April. I was in a car accident on September 17, 2022. For the last six months, I have been homebound due to an injury in my ankle, having severe injury from the accident. I was in hospital for many months, including rehab. I was advised to not comment. My sister never emailed so dramatic. All I know, it was sent from someone who hacked my account. I have no idea who emailed so dramatic and to be honest, I don't really care. 
I have been in hospital all week getting an ankle reconstruction. I can't control what the media says, but I was advised from doctors to focus on my foot recovery. I haven't had time to deal with this. Their sources should have been confirmed before publishing anything. My sister had nothing to do with it, and I was trying to focus on surgery from car accident seven months ago. All I can say, if you have an enemy or a following, be careful. If you ever get notified of someone signing in and not you in that location, try the police. They can trace it all back. My sister never confirmed anything and it shouldn't have been published without family speaking. All I know is this has just not affected me. It has put a lot of stress on my family and has caused severe issues for my sister. I don't care what media wants to write about me, but D had nothing to do with it. Change your passwords and if anything suspicious, come in for friends and family. I have attached where my phone was, signed in from, and I've only just got out of hospital to sort this mess out. Yeah, but D is paranoid. Denton is a c- because he never even called to confirm with my family. So how would he even know? It then says, below from Danny. Megan, Denton never spoke to my family. All he is worried about is himself and his new fabulous life. My sister never confirmed it. Denton doesn't know anything about my personal life. Yes, I have been in hospital, but very much alive. I've been extremely unwell, and the last thing I really wanted to deal with is media. Media never confirmed it with family, so it should have never been out up, and I have already spoken to a lawyer about this. So if you don't stop and get your facts straight, I will sue so dramatic for spreading lies. Denton hasn't called or been in contact with me for a very long time now, so back the fuck off. I find it quite convenient your source is Denton when he hasn't spoken to my family not once. So now I wonder, did Denton hack my account? Hmm, very strange. Regards, Danny. Then there was another message which said, Can you write something? I just can't think. Along the lines of what I said. Also, send that photo in of when I logged in. I am trying to shut off. Also, are you able to message my sister and tell her you have spoken to them? But also, if she doesn't get her facts straight, I will sue her for defamation because I have proof that my account was hacked into. So either she pulls the story down and saying, ongoing until I get out of the hospital, I will deal with it when I get home. I was in ICU all day Monday and got into the ward Tuesday afternoon. She then sent a photo of her leg from a bed. It looks like a hospital bed. It's got bandages on it and some writing on her leg. She then sent a cyber, it says your report cyber receipt. Thank you for reporting. The reference number for this report is blah, blah, blah. You can provide this number to financial institutions or other organizations as proof that a report has been submitted to police via report cyber at cyber.gov.au slash report. Your cyber report receipt will also be emailed to you at the email address you provided in your report. For privacy reasons, you can download a summary here, blah, 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 blah. So that is Danny's official statement. Very interesting. Now, I'm not saying that I believe it in putting this out. I'm not saying that some of it doesn't check out. I will say one thing. I don't believe Denton hacked her account at all. I just want to put that out there. He was not my source either. I just went to him for a comment. He more spoke about the backstory of his dealings with Danny and things that had happened prior to this. And as he said, he doesn't actually know anything about this particular incident. He only knew about previous incidents. So just want to clear that up. But I'm going to go into all of that in the next update, which is coming out soon. I'm going to dissect this statement and provide all of the other information that has been coming in since this episode went out. But for now, I just wanted to get Danny's statement out there and give her the right of reply. 
But watch this space for more and also check our website for updates. Ciao for now. Kind regards. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So dramatic with Megan Pistetto.